0: Live from Estopan All-In.
1: It's the Vamos Morados podcast. Powered by the state of Louisville. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vamos Morados podcast. My name is Benson. And I'm Zach. Welcome back, everybody. We got a few matches to talk about before we dive into that. I know you guys are sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for a, uh, for some more coverage on our old man league. Rec league update. <laughs> we finally played good in a game update. We did Yeah. We, we had, still, a...
0: I mean, we still lost, but it was like a,
1: it was a good loss. Yeah. We we looked, we looked good. We went down in style. You had a good night. Zach almost got a header goal. It was a very, it was a very well-placed header, but the, the goal, it just was too close to the goal. So the goal is able to kind of got close down on it. it. Yeah. But it, was, it was on target, yeah, and that's it's hard to do. It's harder than it looks. Harder than they we make s- it look. We scored
0: a goal. We scored a goal. I, I put in the cross that the goal was goal scored
1: off of. So, got an assist. Yep. yep. I didn't. I think I did. Hockey assist. It took two touches, but it's not <laughs> counting. I'm counting. It. I got uh, I did all right defensively. Not too yeah. mad. So we get a we get a week off this week, so we get to rest our legs for our next session. Heal up a bit. Uh, yeah, right. Feeling good.
0: I think we might actually have an A division and a B division next season, which should be good for us.
1: Yeah, we need that. That was See, the team we played. No more
0: 15 to nothing
1: losses. Yeah, see, the, the team we, um, we played last, that's it's more of our speed. Those matches are a lot more fun. Yeah. So, anyway, let's move on to the, uh, to the professional ranks, so, shall we? Sounds good. Yeah, uh, it, it was a busy Saturday both racing Louisville and Louisville city played. Yeah. makes makes for a pretty cool watch party opportunity. Um, Unfortunately I wasn't able to make it, but I was, wasn't there because I went to Birmingham. I was at that match. So because of that, because of all the travels and the tailgating and, the, and all that, I missed racing Louisville's match. And maybe that's, maybe that's what I to good happen. one. Yeah. You're not allowed to watch any more matches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exiled apparently. So I did see the, um, I did see the goals, but Zach, do you want to kind of walk me through kind of well, the Well, do we want to talk about the
0: Wednesday night Chicago game first?
1: Oh, my God. Wow. Time flies. <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Let's not skip matches. I did catch that one.
0: Well, I guess spoilers. So the team is now five goals, four, zero goals against when Zach's watched his games surrounded by walls and a roof, which I think is just one more one more tick in the box of teams guy gives Zach a box seat
1: yeah hashtag give Zach a box
0: but yeah Chicago game even though it finished zero to zero I think that's probably uh, up until up until that point was definitely the best I've seen that team play like ever Mm -hmm. in that Chicago game they uh like the press was looking good, they were passing well, they were creating chances, they were like controlling the game. I, I think, um, like, just based on it, both of the goalkeepers for both teams had incredibly great games because yeah. that that really should not have been a zero zero game. I, I think oh, I think that was sure. some incredible, some very very good saves on both sides to keep that game.
1: Yeah, 0-0. I said but, I said this online somewhere, probably Twitter. Don't remember where. Um, that like both teams probably have good justifications for being upset about not walking away with all three points in that one. Cause they both had their opportunities. I remember particularly early on um, Chicago was getting a lot of shots off before they switched uh, Emily Fox to the other side. And then I just keep thinking back to that one shot of a me is hit the underside of the crossbar. like So close. Yeah. So I, I think, um,
0: definitely a sign of progress and then the way the next game went seemed like the progress continued but like um i was even though it was a, a draw it was on the road um I, I was i was very happy with that result
1: you know what i uh, you know what's kind of funny is that the weather was kind of crappy up there and if memory serves right we played a a match up in Chicago in crappy weather. They won that, three to nothing won, last year yeah. during a monsoon. We won that one. So, I mean, while we didn't get the win there, I think there's something about us playing up in Chicago during suboptimal weather. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention up
0: top, but if anybody's wondering why I um extra sultry tonight, I'm getting over a cold. So
1: apologies. Good thing we have that one week between our old man sessions. Oh yeah. But, uh,
0: Yeah, I guess the the lineup um, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of rotate, a rota- lot of rotation for that Chicago game, um, and uh, Lester, who's only fairly recently signed with the team, got the start uh, at center back, which let Merrick slide out on the wing, um, and then uh, Taylor Otto got the start because we rotated a little bit in the midfield um and then ebony um got the start up top because mcdonald um mm. got the
1: night off for for recovery on yeah. the short rest. um uh, i will say we, we alluded to this and it was talked about i know in soccer city Radio, is with the whole merrick thing playing out in the wing initially she was on the right hand side but when uh when, who was it, Mallory Pugh, was, uh, was in all, causing all sorts of problems over there. Her and Fox got, got flip-flop sides. Yeah. And it kind of shut that thing Let down. Fox so that was, Pugh. yeah, that was an interesting thing. And it, it, I, I'm just happy whenever I see teams ad- adapt like that, and especially when those, when those adjustments work. So well, while there were we a lot of shots. We haven't talked about all the signing news yet, but
0: um, Racing just recently signed another left back, um out of england um so i am i am curious uh like emily emily fox is good enough to play on both sides but i wonder if that's a hint that we may we may see her on the right side of the field more than we have um because mm-hmm. i would i would think it's at rebecca Hallway out of um northern ireland that they just signed but she played like I would birmingham think team, city right out of Brigham City, yeah. But I, I would think the team wouldn't use an international roster spot on someone they don't expect to be a starter, which yeah. I wonder if that means we we'll, we should expect to see Fox move
1: over to the right. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. My first thought, though, was that I know a lot of these national team players kind of like to lock down their spots. And I mean, I, I guess I wonder what where Emily Fox's head is if that if that is the reality if she's trying to like lock down that left back spot on the national team or Although maybe I, maybe it's not a factor i don't
0: i'm thinking I mean, out loud here you saw it in this game but i think emily fox is going to be on whichever side of the field
1: the best attackers on uh, a lot of times so, so you think her national team career could could see her taking a more flexible role
0: i no so, I, I think on the racing side i think on the national yeah. Team oh yeah
1: no i agree I, with that I, I get the racing thing i was just wondering how that factors into her personal situation well, with the national team
0: i mean most of the outside backs on the national team don't play on that say don't play that same position for their club teams so that's there's a long history of outside backs getting moved around on the national
1: team so okay that's right yeah again i not situation fall too closely just i thought i had when i heard about that <laughs> do you want to do you want to go over some signings a little
0: bit since i think <laughs> they're gonna come up I've in, lost in, in track. <laughs> I
1: feel like there's been a lot, hasn't there?
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks again to Becky for her roster tracker, which makes this a lot easier. But um, the, the, I mean, breaking news just today, um, the team signed uh, Alex Chidiak, who there's not a pronunciation guide yet. So I'm just going to have to sound it out. But uh, from Australia, um, I think she was playing for
1: Melbourne. Which is actually where uh, Brooks Hendricks went. They just um, won. They just won their league. Yeah. Fre- <clears throat> Excuse me. Fresh off winning
0: the league. Um. Uh. And then Rebecca Hallway, who um, we mentioned out of Birmingham City, and then um, I think Lester was the last si- signing before that. But,
1: um, yeah, I think that was Lester's second match with Chicago. Yeah. That sounds about she, right.
0: She came right in um because well i mean uh if i remember correctly lester played for coach kim in yep. cyprus so that's a player that he's already familiar with
1: i think so that was I an actual not... like, full-on transfer right yeah like they uh, like she was under contract with them and we had to go get her yeah um yeah she
0: she 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 signed out of Apollon ladies in cyprus which is where coach Kim coached, So mm-hmm. it not surprising to see her come in right away. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think definitely uh, we didn't
1: mention, but um, um,
0: t- 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 Alex Chidiak, Chidiak is a midfielder. So it, I am curious to see the midfielder depth chart now. Cause it, there are a lot of central midfielders on the roster now, um, which I mean, depth is good. But yeah, I'm curious to see how that shakes out as far as as you far just, as who 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 the who the starting three in that midfield
1: are. Yeah, as soon as I saw midfielder, I was pretty happy about that. I'm 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 good with them getting some getting some more dedicated midfielders into yeah. the mix, and well, also again, center back. i mean,
0: barely center back and, and outside back. We're pretty comfortably deep now at both those yeah. positions. So
1: yeah, the roster is certainly, uh, certainly filling up. And I'm, you know, when there was a spots open, I, I didn't know how long they were going to let those like linger. And I kind of thought it might be longer than it really has. So I'm happy things have happened quicker than what I was initially anticipating. It gives the team Do you more opportunities. It's...
0: You think it's safe to assume any of the draft picks that have not signed at this point are just not signing?
1: I would, I mean, I would assume so. Like, why else wouldn't you have already gotten that accomplished? You know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to assume they're not in the equation. But I, I I don't, I don't know anything concrete one way or another. But yeah, like there doesn't seem to be any advantage to not getting them signed. That's I guess an update on those draft picks. So
0: Jenna Menta, Charmaine Morgan and emily smith have all oh and uh and sydney cummings have all not signed uh that were draft picks and i believe cummings we have not heard anything on um jenna menta announced she was going back to school so she's for sure not signing oh i missed that Um, news Charmaine morgan we still we have not heard anything she's just not signed um, and Emily Smith, th- I don't think we've gotten any updates on.
1: So, do you think that some of these non-signed players might be part of the, yeah, uh, the, um, the the lower le- uh, league stuff? Uh, possibly, I guess
0: <laughs> we I still want- need to find out exactly how that roster is going to work.
1: Yeah, um, a lot more questions than answers. Yeah, so that's where we stand with with the draft picks. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it's time. Uh, They played really well. Nil nil draw on the road in Chicago. Um, we talk about the fun game now. I mean, that I thought that was really good, but I think most people think a zero zero draw is boring. No, so, it was
1: it, it. was a good one. It was one like that yeah. like looking the scoreline on paper doesn't do that justice. I agree with yeah. you like that easily. But somebody somebody the, uh... should have scored somewhere, and I think both teams will have reasons to be upset. I know, like you know, I know it's been like. We'll take a draw, yeah. But at, at a certain point, like God, like that Especially one shot hit the unders- didn't play well like that. I'm happy. Yeah, about. the one shot hit the underside of the crossbar. I mean, there has to be some, you know, you got to be a little like, ah, dang. Now it. the like,
0: game that was unquestionably a a good performance and sort of a I think a statement game from them. I, I've heard some neutrals talking about that win uh, was the 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 weekend game against Kansas City that yeah. that you missed on the road in Birmingham. Yes, fill me in. So, um, I mean, another game where the press looked really good. Um, they were, like, really, I think, disrupting the Kansas City's ability to play the ball out of the back um, and generating chances off of that. Like, uh, the first goal of the game um, was one of those sometimes an own goal feels like a defensive mistake and sometimes an old goal feels like the offense created the opportunity and that was definitely an own goal that felt like was all was all racing it's it's all just mcdonald really mm-hmm. but she got to the touch line, put in a really really dangerous cross right along the face of the goal and then uh i think heli mace um it it deflected off of her and into the goal but that's it's one of those you don't really fault mace for that at all that was that was all um j mac basically
1: yeah great i saw the i saw the replay on the goals and so that one yeah she definitely she set she set that up to to happen so i i would agree with you on that that was a earned goal in a way you know that goal is
0: definitely a result of, of Louisville getting forward and putting in a, a really, really dangerous cross. Yeah, that's,
1: that's the important thing. I mean, they they, they created that that danger that ultimately resulted in that. Yeah. So and I think... Um, Take them how you can get them. It, you score three goals, and it, it takes the
0: spotlight off the keeper a little bit. But I think um, Katie Lund had a really good game because uh, uh, Kansas City did have chances. Um, and I think I think she... Katie Lund played really well to keep that a clean sheet. Um and um roster wise, I think it, it was maybe closer to like the what I would expect to be the regular starting like lineup than the Wednesday game, but I think still a little bit of rotation, especially in the midfield. Um, um Jalen didn't start this game and yeah was Savannah just DeMillo, looking at that yeah was in uh kind of central central midfielder uh, Freya was in um cc was listed in the midfield um so that that was that i think that's probably that midfield three i think is is the result of a lot of fixture congestion. i don't I wouldn't expect that specific combination of midfielders to be like our go-to starting, but everybody played well. I agree. Um, uh, And we, we got um, the back line. We had Bonner and Lester in the center with um, Neely Martin and Emily Fox on the wings. Um, And then Merrick subbed in um, and also uh, Aaron
1: Simon subbed in later in the game for an outside back. Gotcha. Now, um, how did um how did Lester do? We forgot to touch on this in the last one, but I thought she had an outstanding match she has, in Chicago. She has
0: looked solid. But like ever since the, the defense, I mean, since she has arrived, they haven't given up a goal, which is good. Um <coughs> that Lester and Bonner pairing definitely looks like what I would expect to be our our first team uh, center back pairing especially after the last two games um and, I didn't mention it, but ben it finally happened it, fi- it finally happened they scored on a corner it, o- <laughs> we o- it only took over a year of them being a team
1: I know in our in our group chat that's a situation that had been carefully monitored for a while, so I'm glad they got that one knocked out <laughs> yeah. i think oh i haven't i haven't looked it up this season, but I believe.
0: It's like teams score on average one out of every 30 corners. I believe they had over a hundred corners last year and did not score on a single one. Yeah. I think I remember
1: um, you saying a statistic like that before you had yeah. done some math or research on that, but um, yeah, it was yeah, no, but, promising.
0: Uh, a beautiful goal off a of corner too. Um, Jim uh, a Bonner got the goal. I don't remember. I think DeMello took the corner, but I'm not positive.
1: Mm-hmm. um now I'm one thing i him. one thing i will say Who's based off based that. off what i saw like all three goals all of them seem to come from some form of a mistake with kansas city which not i'm not trying to take take anything away from what racing little did but what i'm trying to point out is that they were in the right place and ready to pounce on those mistakes and take full advantage of those so i'm I'm really happy to see them getting in their spots and, and, you know, and, and, and taking that on again, creating that that opportunity to put in their own goal with Malay's goal. The second one, she, yeah, I mean, she was, she was there ready and waiting when the yeah, that, defender didn't secure that ball. And then the, I was going to um, mention the, uh, uh
0: <laughs> I think another instance of really wishing the, the broadcasts were more professional. I I think someone mentioned early on that game looked like it was being played on the surface of the sun because they had, it was super overexposed. You could barely tell what was going on on the field. And then the, that, that goal Malay scored. I mean, there was a question. It got called offsides originally, and then they, the refs convened and, and gave the goal, but, it's actually not possible to tell if it was offside or not in the replay because from none of the camera angles they had is Malay in frame when the pass goes off. Uh, it does look like from, from like the shadows on the field, I think she may have actually been offsides there, but like I really wish we had a camera angle to be able to tell that for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, all that counts is that they they awarded it, and again, I think they, the 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 good thing is is I'm glad that that they're putting themselves in these dangerous positions to to take advantage of these opportunities. They're not always going to get situations like that handed to them, but we're at the point we well, you know, I, take what we can get.
0: I'm really happy to see so many different players rotate in between that Wednesday and that Saturday game, and the, oh, the yeah. standard of play looked just as good.
1: Yep. Yep. So I think yeah, I think a pretty uh you know, relatively positive start to the, uh, to the uh, 2022 campaign. Well, and as far as challenge cup Cup is that.
0: So we're four games in of of six games total for, for group play. They are currently in third with five points. Um, Chicago and Kansas city in their group, both have seven points. So they're within two points of first with two games left. So I think, still very much alive for either that first position, or that wild card slot. Yeah. Um, they've already played both their games against Kansas city. So that whatever happens with Kansas city is out of their hands, but they do
1: have another game left against Chicago where they can get that two points back. I know. think that's doable. You know, Chicago at home. I mean, like, again, like we could have won up there in Chicago. I mean, but granted Chicago could have they won got to count on it's good opportunity for both.
0: They got to count on like on Houston well, or Chicago to, to take points away from mm-hmm. Kansas city, if they're going to win it outright. Um, but they are, it's, as far as the, um, it's the, the winners of each of each of the three divisions move on. And then the second place team with the most points also moves on. Uh, and currently that's seven points. Chicago is actually, if, if it ended today, Chicago would get that, um, that wild card spot. So I think still alive for that as well. So that definitely with two games left, I think don't I mean,
1: s- don't you mean Kansas city would
0: get it? Cause right Kansas now. First, so Kansas city would win the group and move on, but also the, the highest ranked second place team gets a wild card.
1: How so how I'm looking at it. It looks like the red stars are, are winning the group. They're both tied at um. Red Stars and Kansas so City are tied, tied
0: but Kansas City has a higher goal differential. Or
1: Red Stars I don't know. have are uh, Red no. Stars have three. And stars Kansas has City federal. has one. Yeah.
0: The think... the site I'm on has Kansas City winning the tiebreaker right now, but I don't know what the tiebreaker is. It doesn't say.
1: Okay, I'm looking at FAP, Mom. Either I way, it's seven I don't, points. Yeah, seven, I don't...
0: seven points is the the current like wild card.
1: Yeah, spot. unfortunately, yeah, Oso doesn't get the same like data level treatment that other leagues get so sometimes some of the stuff can be more inconsistent and you get less stuff to work with oh is...
0: another good thing louisville's ahead on goal differential right now they scored six giving up four which is nice hey there we go so plus two through three four games
1: Cool. Well, anyway, I mean, the point is we're alive
0: yep feeling good i i think i had said preseason that third place was my like i would be happy if they got that so i mean Currently sitting in third, I
1: got no complaints. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I mean, for me, I, I'm more interested in in Coach Kim learning who who and what he's got on the team yeah. and getting that together. I you know I would I'd rather have that than any sort of place within this preseason tournament. So I mean, and it seems like that's that's being accomplished. Yeah. He's I mean, he's kind of learning who his team is and bringing in what he believes he needs. So yeah trending the right direction i'm a happy camper all things considered feeling good all right I how wanna, about we you, you want to let move people over? hear
0: some ads then we can then we can do the uh the Birmingham game yeah
1: we'll take a little break then we're gonna cut over
0: and we'll talk about louisville city sounds good Buy stuff listen to the podcasts
1: Psst, you
0: yeah you Enjoying this podcast? Like sharing Louisville events and news with like-minded individuals? Love being a part of the Louisville community? This podcast is part of a first-of-its-kind podcast network at thestateoflouisville.com. With daily news and opinions, seven podcasts, webcasts, and more, the State of Louisville is your
1: home for anything and everything Louisville. Check them out at stateoflouisville.com today. All right, now let's move on and talk about Louisville City. Now, as I mentioned before, I I had the pleasure of traveling to this match, and one thing I do want to call out is that everybody needs to circle away at Birmingham on their schedule going forward. That was a fun time. It's a it's a very it's very accessible. You know, it's not as close as Indy, but like it's like five five and a half hours, but it's a quick five five half hours. Like it's straight shot. And I can't say enough great things about the uh, about the home team fans down there, the Magic City Brigade, and and all of them. They were so accommodating. Literally, as soon as we pulled in the parking lot, they were already waving us down to their tents and stuff like that. I didn't know any of them. We didn't know any of them. They just waved us down. We made some friends, hung out. It was a it was a great old time. Um, so highly recommend taking a trip. I had to down find there. Out that Apparently, Bitten travels in full Hunter S. Thompson <laughs> gear you've, you've you added like
0: you've added the aviator sunglasses to the
1: bucket hat yeah with, the, with the, l- the little bullet hole one yeah i'm glad you like that <laughs> um but yeah it was uh it was it was a, it was a lot of fun they just moved to their new sta- uh, new stadium there which they're all kind of salty about because of the tailgating situation is not as spacious um which honestly was fine um in the stadium they were concerned about the optics of it because it's a lot larger of a facility which I get, but it never felt like we were in this big cavernous stadium with not, not many people around. Like, so it, it looked like it looked when right you're there, TV. it felt like a good environment. I don't know how yeah. it came across on the, on the TV broadcast. You but were it, directly behind the camera on a couple of the free kicks. Oh, we were, we were front, we were front and center. Yeah, <laughs> We were we were right on the edge there. Um, yeah. There was a nice little group of us. Um, probably about 10 or so little city fans. So it was all, it was a lot they of were, fun. It was really The stay section was loud near the end of the broadcast. Yeah, we were. Uh, the, it was uh, fun. The loudest we always got was when we start doing the uh, a Kyle Morton chant because he was just outstanding in yeah. that game. We could hear that one on, on the TV. So. Yeah, there was a there was a microphone near us. I'm not sure if it was on or not, but we did get particularly loud. It was definitely at the end of the game. It was on because because on the broadcast you could
0: hear the Kyle Morton chant. Okay, right we were there. doing it
1: throughout, so that must have been yeah. on the whole time then. So, anyway as far as that match goes like wow what a, um there's a lot of pros and cons there so obviously the cons like we got a red card like that sucks um <laughs> and a completely yeah. unnecessary red card too yeah it was on the other side of the field from us and we were sitting predict like field level so like it was hard. we i mean we didn't see it and it really any better than than you guys did on on tv but you know at the time, we were trying to be a little defensive, saying it was like an orange's card, but we all we all knew, like yeah, well, I mean, it's it's. I a- didn't want to cover like
0: it should have been a red card. Like he yeah. he touched his face. Yep. You can't you can't touch the guys' face during the soccer
1: game. Like that's yeah. It was it was light. Like it was it was a light touch, but it, it was hard a touch nonetheless. He didn't, like,
0: he didn't rip up and hit him. I I would not expect like a huge suspension to come from it or anything, but like it's definitely a red card. Yeah, I, um, yeah,
1: I agree. And again, we like—I I feel like in the moment mention, you're we'll though, get particularly biased. So we're like, oh, but we know he, he got a yellow card <laughs> initially,
0: and then the the refs were like talking about it, and then they played the replay on the board on the stadium where you can see him clearly, like hit his face, and then they switched it to the red card. After that, you're not allowed to do that. The like officially like that we don't have VAR, the refs are not allowed to use the video board to change a call. So that, that was the only part that was a little iffy for me, but like, that's what the yeah. call should have been in the first place, but the, you can't, you can't, you're not, the rest aren't allowed to watch the board. <laughs> yeah. To see what happened in the replay.
1: And From what I recall, I think that the, it was the line rift was fired up even before that. So I think he had a more clear view and kind of knew that, but to your point. Yeah. Like, well, also like,
0: Napo didn't just like shut up and walk away and and be thankful he got a yellow. He was like super duper in the ref's face after he got the yellow, which I was like I was worried even if even if he didn't like change it to a red on the initial thing. I was worried he was going to pick up a second yellow just from arguing with the refs. Oh, I thought so, he's was like, I thought he's getting himself in some more trouble. Yeah. It made Nepo for a GIF like keep it under control better.
1: You know, he but always it, like, he always struck he, he struck me as like a hard competitor, but like th- a this real has like happened. quite like, Moscow. Yeah, it, it seemed uncharacteristic to me, but maybe you know, I usually sit kind of far away. So he's gotten fired up before. Uh, there's been a
0: couple times where I'm like worried he's gonna get a yellow. Uh, talking to the refs, but like, yeah, that's you. You gotta you gotta like keep your hands to yourself during the game. So, yep. Um,
1: but so the after that, back. I mean,
0: you feel like before before that card, would you say it was a fairly even back and forth? I, you I know, think...
1: in the moment, I kind of thought so, but like kind of looking back in hindsight, like I almost feel like the Legion were were getting a little bit of the better yeah. of us. I, I think then. it was fairly even, slight,
0: probably slightly leaning towards Birmingham up up until that red card.
1: Yeah, and that's what made it really interesting, and 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 I wrote about this is the. Because, uh, you know, Napa made it nice and easy statistic-wise is that he got the red card, like, right in the middle of the match. You could kind of see, like, before and after. And it was really, you know, it was really fascinating. That's, I mean, we, we had more possession, but it wasn't as of quality. We weren't finding a lot of shots. But then after... We only had one forward after that. Because it's the way, yeah.
0: the way that Cruz, which it ended, I think it ended up playing out very nicely, but that the, the strategy playing down a man was essentially to play uh because we normally have three up top so we essentially played with ombi as the only person up top yeah and had him run himself ragged and then um he subbed on um tosh and mogul so i think mogul kind of slipped in to fill napo's role yep. and then tosh was at, at we kind of played like a five three one
1: yeah basically uh they actually they actually tweet they actually tweeted it mentioned that specific lineup but you yeah. know what was interesting is that like that but was Tosh was getting real far forward it yeah. seemed
0: like we subbed Tosh in as like a third central defender but it seemed it seemed to me like Tosh also got the the green car the green light to like mm-hmm. get forward if if he ever felt like it because he he was he was up helping out on the attack several times after he checked yeah. in. I noticed the
1: the fascinating thing was even being down a man. It's almost like the team was better. Like yeah. they they were getting they were getting more shots and and, and and I mean they had a lot less possession, but like they were getting more shots and, and shots big, on target. It was that was that was that was a fascinating part to me. I would say also the
0: I would give the props for that to three players in particular, which is. I thought Manny Perez and Brian Ombi, especially Ombi were like that, that was our whole attack. It was like, well, we only got one forward. So like Ombi's going to outrun everybody. Manny's going to play one, two combinations with them. Yeah. And just like they Ombi, I don't, we don't really track fouls drawn, but that that's the most free kicks. I think I've seen a single player draw in a half <laughs> a long time for Louisville city. Oh, Ombi was constantly going into like three on one yeah. situations and coming out with a free kick.
1: Yeah. It was like ten fouls against, but if you look at the heat maps of the match, like the, um like the first and second half, it's all like right-hand side oriented, which is where well, Manny and, and Ombi were. Um,
0: Kyle Morton. Um, it's is the third player was huge oh. in that second half. Oh, well, I, I agree. And, yeah. And I think actually <laughs> it statistically, if you look back on it it, it, it does not look as huge as, as I think it actually was because a lot of those really great saves he had ended up getting called back for offsides, but none of them went in the net still. Like he, um, especially on, on Martinez, like Mar- Martinez had multiple like offsides one-on-one with Kyle Morton and Kyle Morton <laughs> blocked all of them. So even if they hadn't been yeah. offsides, we would have still been okay.
1: Yeah. He, he made himself big. He did everything he needed to like, he was outstanding and yeah, you, you beat me to it. Like if you asked me for like, who was some of the best players in the match, I would have said those three, Um, I, you know, I would, I would have given Kyle Morton, the, the, the player of the match. He just, he just did so well, but God, Mac Manny press, he's so good. And then pairing him with crying and be like, man, that's
0: pure amount Mm. of work they had to do in the second half. It's only because like he was, he had to basically take the, take the place of three players all by himself. He
1: was all over the the field up top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was was outstanding. And on the defensive side, even, like, in the second half, they didn't allow, like, any more, like, shots than they did in the first half, too. So even a man down, like, defensively, like, things didn't fall apart. Like, the legions got a lot more possession, but they didn't fully get to capitalize on it. Like, lots of really, really well-done
0: offside traps. Yeah, Uh, it was – yeah, point out specifically. The
1: dynamics of it was was super interesting. Again, like, it seems counterintuitive that the team would be better a, a man down. But I think that just goes to show like the the strategy and stuff that goes into it. Like they, they adjusted accordingly. And that, that worked out well. It almost leads me to believe it's like, what happened? Well, what happened in that second half? If we weren't down a man, like, is that the half where we just like break the uh, floodgates open and we start. Scoring? And I'm really curious. I, uh, if we got to, I, I didn't get to
0: do a post game interview with coach Cruz, but I am curious, like, uh, from like a planning standpoint i mean like you're not playing down a man often mm-hmm. but it is something that does come up like almost every season it's, at some point somebody gets yeah. a red card and you play down 10 so like how much thought do they put into like what their formation looks like when playing with 10 and stuff like that is like um cuz it definitely it, like i said they switched to that like 531 it definitely seemed like they had a game plan ready for that
1: yeah um but yeah I, i'd be curious to ask crews like like how much do they do they plan for that situation yeah it would be interesting to hear the the answer i would assume that they at least have like a a rough idea like like kind it, of like it wouldn't make sense it. to devote too much time to it because it, oh yeah it i not i don't think often. they i don't yeah, yeah I, I can't imagine they did a lot of prep for that you know yeah. but they probably did at least oh we're kind of on the same page for it i mean if that was the case it panned out yeah so, everyone um, certainly
0: seemed to play like they knew they knew what the formation was going to be like so yeah
1: one other thing I do want to talk about with this, uh, with this match and it was by far the coolest thing was late in the match uh, Hunter Seleski I don't Celesky. even know if I'm Celesky, um, came into the match which we all know like how big I am on the academy the academy proxies, kids getting a chance like that's awesome already excited anyway but of the small group of people there his dad was there so we got to see his dad's like reaction, seeing his son like make his first like prof- professional day, which makes know, me like-
0: wonder if it was if they <laughs> if that the plan was always to sub him in at the end of the game. And I think I think it, <laughs> if that I mean, was the plan, I think it says a lot about how good the coach thinks he is that even down. Oh yeah, uh, I mean down a man that they still subbed him in.
1: Coach Cruz has pretty much said so he's blue in the face. He's like, all oh, these guys on the rosters, I you know, I believe in them, and everybody that gets on the pitch is there because I think they can help our chances to win. He's yeah. well, and pretty much said that verbatim area, many a times. But I did like, want to mention,
0: um, <laughs> the so average age for the starting eleven for Birmingham was twenty eight point four years old. Average age for Louisville City was twenty six point eight. So, going in the right direction. Yeah, so I think we're fi- we're finally not the oldest team on the, yep. when, in the lineups, yep. and then we had a really young lineup at the end of that game in because Ray yep. Serrano checked in, Hunter Sklesky, Carlos Mogul, and Winder Josh. was still on the field, so that was a
1: that was a very young lineup that closed that game out. But the the, the fish thought on the on, on Hunter and stuff, but just like get to see his dad watches. His- his son make the doobie was was fantastic. And after the match, like he like since we were like on the first level, he like hopped on the, uh, the like little barricade thing to go like embrace his son and stuff. And the guy, like the security people pretty quickly caught on who he was, like didn't touch him or anything. Like it was just yeah. it was a cool moment. Like I'm glad I got to see, you know, we've seen debuts before and been pumped about it, but I haven't been around like one of the parents and seen the real personal side of it. And like the kid is he was grinning ear to ear. Carlos came over with them as all hyped up for him. Um uh, I was just it was a it was a really cool moment. I'm glad I got to, to witness that part. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, oh. it's really I I really look forward to especially
0: um yeah, on the racing side like getting to see some of these academy players play with the W League team mm-hmm. um getting to see the like Louisville city um uh under 23 team if that ever starts like it's it's very very awesome to have like this path for all
1: the local players to absolutely to up to it's the- so the- huge and it's like it's already moving much faster than I ever would have thought like yeah. I didn't think we'd see this many young young guys getting into the mix and I'm I'm happy that I you know <laughs> it's, it's it's incredible it's, yeah. it's 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 such a cool opportunity so to have another kid make his debut really awesome pumped for him so, you know, I mean, far as table goes, I think Louisville
0: is currently still in first yeah. in the East. Yeah, I, I think going into that game, I was wanting three points, but I think the way things shook out, I was perfectly happy with getting a draw out of that down a man. Yeah. I think that was a gutsy performance. Yeah,
1: I think yeah, all um, things considered, you don't want you don't want to be down a man. But as soon as that became a factor, it's like, all right, if we get a point, that kind of feels like a win, you know? Yeah. And I think they're sitting I, good. Kyler uh, Ho- right Hodges so. with, uh, with hammering down. I think he phrased it of like the, uh, um, Bur- like the Birmingham Legion lost with a draw or something, something to that yeah. effect. Which is sometimes the draw which feels is right.
0: like a loss, Sometimes the draw feel like feels like a win. They're like yeah. from the Birmingham head side, you got to think that feels
1: like two points missed out on. Oh yeah, playing yeah, a whole would,
0: half up a up a man.
1: I, I would have been uh, frustrated if uh, if I were on on the end of things. Also, but...
0: shout out to Kyler. He helped you do the post game.
1: He did. That was yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'd, uh, thought I'd mix it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, God, their, their fans are so cool. Every, everybody really needs to to take that trip down there. They Did you were convince him to come hospital. up for the Louisville game. Um, he, I don't know if he'll be able to, uh, if he's going to or not, I know several of the other people are expressing interest. I yeah. hope that he, um, he's also, yeah, we got to pay him back exp-
0: since they were so good. Oh yeah. Us. No,
1: I know they. It seemed like a good number of them were very interested in, in coming up and I told them to, so keep in contact with us and let us know because yeah, they were I I can't say enough great things about them. It was, a, it was a fun time. I'm going to do it again every other time I can. Yeah. So
0: I would like to get regular supporter games going on the futsal court before games. Yeah. So we need yeah. at least five
1: people to travel. <laughs> they they may sound like a good, decent number of them could. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't think we play them again for, uh, for a while. I think there's quite a big gap until, until yeah. they come up our way but uh but either way yeah. fun time and i mean all things considered you know i'll take a point um i'm, I'm just i'm happy that any of I that, good I about guess, both
0: teams this week
1: yeah yeah no i mean we've, we have a lot to be happy about i mean racing louisville's got their their elusive win this season they they looked good doing so it's pretty convincing win um things seem to be really coming together outside of the house and on on louisville city side like the only missed opportunities have been kind of situations that were addressed. You know, you have the tactical situation with Indy, which was addressed at halftime. They came back and got a, you know, got a draw. So positive movement. And I mean, a red card, that crap happens, but uh, the team responded accordingly. Again, they adjust it, they adapt it. That's like a huge, that's such a huge thing like that we could have easily went down a man and then all of a sudden we get scored on and we walk out empty-handed that's this is their ability to adapt and change and and manage that is what separates the the good from and that the great. one so point I'm happy could that we're end up being
0: that. very important if they're wanting to compete for the supporter shield this year yeah
1: yeah absolutely so i i don't know early on i'm i'm, I'm incredibly impressed with the 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 little city side of things i'm 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 still shocked by how quickly everything has seemed to gel together. You know, I yeah. figured with so many new players, it would take a little time for them to fully like become a unit, but like I mean, from, from, from the get-go, it seemed all pretty cohesive. Uh, so it was quite impressive. I'm, I'm happy. I'm a happy supporter right now. So. But uh, next up, I guess the uh, Louisville have got the Open Cup match. We haven't seen that since what 2019. Goodness, yeah, finally! It's been a. Yes, they
0: can't can no longer use the longest running
1: soccer tournament. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that tagline instead. Logan, yeah. But um, yeah, we're playing a League One team, Chattanooga Red Wolves. Try to do a little uh, little research on them. It seems like they've had a bit of roster turnover, which I think is kind of still the status quo and, and, in lower level soccer for, for the most part, but they did have a, their most dangerous attacker is back on them. They, uh, they were a good team last year. Uh, they've only played one game this season. So it's hard to tell if they're good again. Um, but I mean, you know, I think you prepare for the worst and coach Danny Cruz may really sound like he wa- they want to go for it. So this isn't going to be just like a in by
0: beer. I heard.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's another thing I was going to bring up. He beat me to it too. So when we're at the tailgate, his truck pulls up and a guy hops out with like a 24 pack of Coors and they're like, oh, hey, coach, like, thanks for the beer. We're like, I'm like, wait, wait, is that like the coach, the coach? And they're like, yeah, it's a tradition. There's he drops It brings the the uh, supporter group beer to party with before the match. I'm like, I'm going to have to have a word <laughs> with Coach Cruz. And then before I can even say anything, he's talking about buying us old beer before this match. So. I think he said first Redmond 50 line.
0: beers sold at the stadium or, or first $52
1: beers. I think I should yep. <laughs> qualify first $52 beers are, are on coach. Yep. So uh, yeah, beat me to before I could even complain about something. So, so petty, uh, they're, they're addressing it. They read my mind apparently, but uh, I thought that was a pretty cool. What'd you say?
0: So I'll take Coke zero if coach. What's drop it off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> help you out. Yeah. Maybe get you um, some uh, vegan t- or, uh, vegetarian options while he's at it. <laughs> oh goodness! So, yep, we got a midweek open cup match, which will be exciting, and then on a Sunday match, we play away at Loudon, who Loudon has been surprisingly decent this season. So, that'll Wait, be a really April. interesting
0: one. I think it's it's all away this month, isn't it? Uh, other than the open cup game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's open cup game. Then it's a big gap to like the 30th or something. It's going
0: to be a a tough stretch. A lot of, a lot of away games. I think not a lot of congestion. It's a lot of weekend games, but
1: yeah. Yeah. All all on the road. So we will see. All right. um, Zach, did you have any other thoughts you want to toss out to our lovely viewers? Listeners, not viewers.
0: I think we covered everything I had. I'm going to go back to chugging Kim Milchy, try to get my voice back.
1: Yeah. You rest up. We got a midweek, midweek game to view. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for tuning in. Thank you to the state of Louisville for hosting this podcast. And as Zach said earlier, make sure you check out all the other great work and content that they've got going on. Those guys are working their butts off. There's all sorts of podcasting and content. If you're in the U of L basketball, football, pretty sure there's a baseball um, podcast as well. I got it all, so make sure you check also, it out. shout out
0: to – there. there's a um, L women's basketball podcast. They made oh, the yeah, they Final Four one. this year, so I think shout out
1: to
0: L women on Final Four appearance. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Great accomplishment. I think I saw a statistic, and I'm not even of L fan, but, I, uh, but I've heard this, is that every four-year player under Coach uh, Jeff Waltz has made it to, like, the Final Four or something like that. I yeah, might have made free. that up. It sounds something like that, but basically they're good. They've been good. Yeah. Great and run. They've,
0: they've had recently, deserve that. especially since he was hired as coach. So,
1: Oh, and the other thing I want to bring up is that I will be doing a piece on the cup.us um, covering our match against the Chattanooga Red Wolves. So make sure you check out that website for that recap there. Ooh, it'll official. It'll, yeah. It'll be a little less like purple bias than I normally do. I normally try to like not be that biased, but I do like let, Myself be a little bit biased So now I have to be like I feel like I'm going to have to be like real like Cup season the is
0: upon us I'm ready for the magic of
1: the cups Yeah Cup sets Just no I don't want to be I don't want to be on the wrong end of well, don't, I don't mention cup sets When we're in the early rounds no, I, I just I just want to see chaos happen That does not involve us so it's, it's like good chaos I want to see
0: chaos happen after this round
1: <laughs> Hey no I want to see chaos if, like Tampa Bay get knocked out or something You know <laughs> That's a cup set I'd be alright with that I want anyway, chalk this round, and then next round's when the upset. All right, fair enough. So, all right, let's let these fine people go and move on to the next item in their queue. As always, my name's Benton. You can follow me on Twitter, at PurpleSDF. Check out my website, theamosmirados.com. And I'm Zach. You can find me at Zach w. Thank you, guys. As always, we will catch you guys next week. See you. Bye, y'all.